Welcome podcast listeners to episode 19 of the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me your host Guy Robertson and we've got another great show in store for you today or tonight. Um, last week was all about the unveil that iRacing gave us about the IndyCar and the series coming back to iRacing and subconsciously after I uh, posted the podcast I was very conscious that I didn't actually talk about the actual car itself. So we're going to start today's show with the IndyCar. And believe me, I've driven it on iRacing. And believe me, it is a beast. So I went and bought the IndyCar or the Delara IR18 on the iRacing service. Uh, I'm going to read what it says about the car. It doesn't say too much, but this is what it says in the uh, car information that you can pull up uh, on iRacing in um, your content section. Go to car and you'll find the Delara IR18. Uh, you've got the car model, fine sessions and car info. So basically it says the latest car to be raced in the IndyCar series in North America. The IR18 was designed for speed on oval and road courses. The spec chassis makes for close wheel-to-wheel racing, plenty of on-track passing and some of the most excited open-wheel racing in the world. Featuring two distinctively different aero packages, one low downforce package for super speedways and another high force package for street and road courses. Under the hood, the power plant is a 2.2 litre turbocharged V6 that produces upwards of 700 bhp. Length of the car is 196.9 inches or 5,000 millimeters. The width 79 inches or 2,011 millimeters. Uh, front axle width 67 inches or 1,700 millimeters. Rear axle track width 62 inches or 1,582 millimeters. Overall width maximum 76 inches or 1,940 millimetres. Wheelbase 119 inches or 3,023 millimetres to 121 inches or 3,073 millimetres. It has a minimum weight of 1,590 pounds or 721 kgs. Um, Fuel cell 1.8, sorry 18.5 US gallons or 70 litres suspension double a arm push rod with third spring and anti-roll bar front and rear transmission paddle actuated semi-automatic sequential six speed brakes are pfc carbon discs and pads with monoblock aluminium calipers engine 2.2 liter or 134.3 cubic in v6 turbocharged um, power 550 to 700 horsepower torque approximately 300 foot per pound of force or 410 newton meters there's a few different car rules linked to this uh this series push to pass or p2p is only available on road courses p2p is unavailable during qualifying sessions drivers are given 10 p2p activations to use during the race each last 20 seconds or until the driver drops below the 100% throttle. 
P2P uses is unlimited during practice. Two tyre compound choices are available at road courses. Official series may mandate that the same type of tyre compound used to set a driver's fastest qualifying lap must also be used to start the race. This is an optional rule for hosted sessions. Official series may mandate that at least one tyre compound change must be performed during the race or a penalty will be incurred. Fixed series and open series may also be different. This is an op optional rule for hosted sessions. Well, that's all it really says about the uh, Delia IRA or the IndyCar uh, in the iRacing section. So uh, I've done a, a little bit more research and we'll just go into that in a few seconds. So other articles around the Delara IR18 basically say it's a cutting edge open wheel single seater race car designed for competition in the IndyCar series. It was introduced in 2018. The IR18 represents the latest advancements in aerodynamics, safety and performance in the world of IndyCar racing. This summary will cover key aspects of the Delara IR18, including its design, aerodynamics, safety features and impact on the IndyCar series. Design and Chassis The Delara IR18 features a sleek and modern design with a focus on aerodynamics to enhance performance on both oval and road street courses. Car Chassis is a Delara design constructed using advanced materials such as carbon, fibre and aluminium. The chassis design adheres to IndyCar's safety regulations, providing drivers with a robust and protective structure. Aerodynamics Aerodynamics play a crucial role in the performance of any race car, and the Dallara IR18 is no exception. The car features various aerodynamic elements, including a distinctive universal aero kit that aims to create closer and more competitive racing. The aerodynamic package is standardised across all teams, reducing costs and ensuring parity in performance. Engine and powertrain. The Delara IR18 is powered by a 2.2-litre twin-turbocharged V6 engine. The engine specifications are subject to regulations set by IndyCar with the goal of maintaining a balance between performance and cost. This standardised engine format contributes to close competition among teams and places a premium on driver skill and team strategy. Safety features Safety is a top priority in motorsports and the Delara IR18 incorporates various features to protect drivers in the event of a crash. The chassis is designed to absorb and dissipate impact energy and the car is equipped with the latest safety innovations, including a halo device to protect the driver's head and neck. The implementation of these safety measures reflects the ongoing commitment to minimising the risks associated with high-speed racing. Impact on IndyCar Series The introduction of the Delara IR18 has had a significant effect on the IndyCar Series. The standardised aerodynamic kit has levelled the playing field, leading to a closer racing and increased competition. Cars design and performance have got garnered positive feedback from drivers and fans alike, 
contributing to the overall excitement and popularity of the IndyCar series. Cost control and team accessibility. IndyCar's decision to adopt a, a universal aero kit for the Dallara IR18 was driven in part by a desire to control costs and enhance team accessibility. With standardised components, teams can focus more on driver development, strategy and other areas that contribute to on-track success, rather than investing heavily in unique aerodynamic solutions. In conclusion, the Dallara IR18 represents a significant step forward in IndyCar racing, blending advanced technology with a focus on safety and competition. Its standardised design, innovative aerodynamics and commitment to cost control have played a pivotal role in shaping the landscape of the IndyCar series, providing an exciting platform for both drivers and fans. So that's another small article on this car that us, the iRacers, or if you haven't had it already, paying for to, to race. And I'm going to go into one race in a second that I've experienced in the IndyCar this week. Dre is the audible iRacers companion. Want to improve your results or get more wins? Download Dre, the digital race engineer. Hit the link in the show notes for a 10% discount. So as I got really into the IndyCar through its re- relaunch as it came back to iRacing, I thought I'd uh, use my free iRacing credits I received at the end of last season to go and buy the IndyCar itself. Um, so I purchased it um, and then I looked for where to race. And lo and behold, the Nürburgring Combine Gazemstrek um, was available to race. Now, I love the Nürburgring uh, or the Nordisch Life. Not so good on the little Grand Prix section that will be included with this uh, combination. But I thought, I'll give that a go. So off I went into the into the practice server and immediately was really surprised i would say with a amount of downforce but the actual immense um acceleration that the indycar has got now i've driven the super formula and that was very tricky in low gears to sorry high gears to try and keep the car a in a straight line and b actually on the track without really wheel spinning it, which which obviously is not what you want to do. But with the IndyCar, I didn't have any of that whatsoever at all. So I was already excited, amazed, and probably if people looked at me on the stream, grinning like a Cheshire cat, because for me, the car felt A, responsive, B, drivable, B, absolutely exciting. And what do us the iRacers want? We want some excitement while we are racing the cars on the track. Um, so off I went down the um, Nürburgring Grand Prix section, then on to the normal Nordisch Life um, layout, starting to open up the, the IndyCar as I threw it into some corners, started braking and getting more confidence with braking later and later. Um as we started to go around the uh, world-class and world-famous track itself. 
Wow, the amount of downforce grip. Um, I felt pretty confident coming out of my first full lap. Um, never driven the car before in my iRacing life. Um, so I was quite confident to have a steady race as we progressed into the race server. And boy, did I get a bit of a spanking, shall we say, um, as reality really did kick in. Um, so the race started. I think I was car 13, P13 on the grid. And off we went. So even the people who know this is a rolling start. So you start virtually down... Um, the long straight coming into the final corner. Um, the safety car goes off to the pits and basically off you go. Coming out of the final corner after practicing, putting the car, what happened? Nothing but a massive net code. So my car had a, a good three or four foot gap between the one behind as he tried to come up the inside and both my rear wing uh, fell off uh, and his front wing fell off and on the replay we were nowhere um, nowhere to be seen touching each other clearly a net code problem so that was really disappointing after all my excitement however I pitted I lost time um, I think it was a seven minute or eight minute tow um, and then off we went after that time period and I'd repaired the car. So not off to a great start, but it was my first ever race in it. I wasn't really bothered about where I positionally finished. I just wanted to get on the track and see if I could handle it at, shall we say, racing speed. Um, lap one wasn't a problem. I actually got round. There was nobody anywhere near me on the track. So it was a bit of a, guess what, a lone road race. Um Lap two, not a problem either, got around safely. Lap three, we had to go and start to um, plan for pitting to refuel. Um, and as I refueled, I think I'd got back into 16th place or something like that. Um, came out the pit, changed the tyres, got fuel, and was fine going through uh, the um, Grand Prix section of the track. But halfway round the uh, Nordish life, I came into my first problem as um, I think it's around Arenberg uh, slow section there. Um, I, I kind of hit the curb and slid across the track into the opposite side. And there was my front wing hanging off and um, tyre damage and another toe to the pit. So, um, I was brought back down to earth, losing that excitement um, as I started to understand that maybe at this stage I may have bitten off more than I could chew. Um, but however, we waited in the pits. This time it was a 10-minute repair. Um, so you sit there and mulling things over, watching the replays as we do. Um, got back out of the pits again. It's only a nine-lap race, by the way. So it was on lap six, and yet, lo and behold, um, I dump it into the wall again. So 
To cut a long story short, I had a 16-minute repair then. I didn't do any more laps. I finished the race with a bit of egg on my face. So, my summary of my first ever race and experience in the IndyCar and iRacing. Absolutely awesome car. Could I handle it to a degree? Yes. And if I'm honest, I'd be definitely bitten off a little bit more than I could chew. I need to do a lot more practice, especially around the Nordish life to handle the car. Uh, I was trying to push it to see what I could really do. And actually, I should have just settled down and got more experience by getting a lap after lap in. So that's kind of my feedback on the car it is absolutely awesome i think i'd rather race it on difficult road tracks than ovals personally but that's just my my personal opinion but i would highly recommend to any listener to go and buy the uh indycar that has just come back to the iRacing service folks you won't be disappointed I'm going to do a nice paint job on mine over the next coming weekend um, because I've got it as a, as a lovely bright pink car at the moment, and yeah, I, you know, I want to I want to treat it as it should be with some some personal excellent paint job. So if you haven't got the IndyCar yet, folks, on the service, go and buy it. You won't be disappointed. Well, that brings us sadly to uh, the end of uh, another podcast this week, folks. Don't forget to find us now on uh, the Lone Road iRacers podcast on Facebook. Find us on X or Twitter as it used to be. And I believe we are also now on Instagram as well. So feel free to find us, follow us, give us the likes, etc., etc. It only helps the podcast uh, to get more listeners, such as your good selves. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. Leave some feedback of where you picked the podcast up from. And I'll see you on the iRacing tracks next week. Take care. Happy iRacing.